0: have a mug of tea i have a mug of tea i am dual fisting beverages actually i have um i have my water full of powders uh and i have some a fucking blue moon man
1: oh mercy
0: never disappoints ever i'm almost out i need to order some more like i opened the 10 and saw there was only about three cups left worth ah. and i was just like oh oh that's not good that's the tagline, dude.
1: Is Blue Moon never disappoints until you run out. Oh. Until you
0: run out, man. Like, and I don't know about you, but most most of my tea is is loose leaf anyway, and it makes its way into so many of my cups. Like I'll like fill a diffuser oh, yeah. like halfway and then put like nettle or something else mm. like, just to make it go further, but that delicious tangy fucking tartness, it, it I put it in so many of my little loose leaf cups of tea because it's just delicious. Blue Moon. She puts that shit on everything. I do. I do. It's my it's my Franks or whoever what was that. Slap your mama. Which one has put that on? Or put that shit on everything? Uh, Franks, I believe. Is it Franks? I believe it's I Franks. Franks. I don't do hot sauce, but you know that's appropriate <gasps> for my topic today. Oh, uh, I'm talking to you today on this day, this 27th of April, 2021, oh. hmm. about giving away how far in advance yeah. we're recording. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk about that after. And you know what? Let's go and talk about that first. I don't know about you, dude. And and I was thinking about this today, just the difference, uh, the different effect that intense uh, working hours uh, mm-hmm. of content creation, how that differs from like corporate intense working hours. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But well, it's different. It's a different kind of fatigue. It's different because it's, A, I think if you're working on
1: something like, whether you're a, you're a fucking vlogger or YouTube or pa- Patreon, podcast, like, what you're doing, you're doing it from a place of creative interest. Creat- exactly. You're, you're into it. You know, you like it. Hopefully you like it. Um, and the other thing is, you are now on your own schedule. Yeah. And there's something about punching in and punching out that kind of keeps you on a routine and you can kind of have your work brain and then you can have your home brain, but mm-hmm. when you're doing stuff for yourself, like when you're self-employed, you're dual braining all the time. You're yeah. all the time thinking about stuff you need to do in your regular life, get groceries, clean the house, do this, do that. But you're also thinking about, okay, and I need to edit this episode and then we can schedule yeah. it now and then we can do yeah. this. And
0: So it's, it's like a constant – you're never off really. I no, you're not. You, you put it where it fits, you know? And that's what I was thinking today, you know, cause like essentially just like to break it down. So we are going to the beach. So when this drops, we will be coming back from the beach uh, or it'll be Wednesday, I believe the fifth uh, and you will have already come back and I'll be coming back that day. So like that's in the, so we're doing it ahead of time, but we kind of realized like two weeks ago with how the beach was falling on the calendar. We were like, okay, (laughs) okay. So we need to do this coming week's episode and publish it. We need to record edit the spooky sode and publish it along with Rocco and laser and all of the videos that go with that for patrons of the investigation and all of that this week's episode that you're hearing right now and then we had to record and edit two patreon bonus sodes to get those up and those are each an hour long each we had to get or you had to get done spell videos Mm -hmm. and your blog video i had to do my spell video that's going to drop the first week and we get back so it was a shit pile of content I guess at
1: this point, Rocco and laser will already be out for the patrons and they'll have
0: been out for a week. uh,
1: But then everybody should, everyone should listen. You should head over to the Facebook group and check out the trailer for Rocco and laser that Mm -hmm. we're going to make everybody watch. We're going to make everyone sit through. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. man. And you're going to enjoy it. Uh, It's in, it's your initiation. We haven't really put you guys through an initiation yet. And this is what you have to do. Um, not like a witchcraft initiation. Yeah, we're just yeah. we're just hazing you.
0: <laughs> to be a part of this this coven, you've got to sit through our creative just <laughs> yeah. vomiting. Yeah. I, I keep just sort of
1: mixing things up in my head about wh- when shit's coming out. I know. And I'm dude. like, oh god, I hope it all works out. Uh but we've never really done this before. Not together, not in this, not on this scale at all. Yeah. Uh, And it feels, there's something about it that, you know, it's a lot, but it feels really good.
0: I feel wrung out, but in the good way. Like I have. accomplished. Yeah. Like after you have like a crazy good workout and you're so, like your muscles are done, but you're like, but baby, I like fucking did it, did something. You know, it does have that great. And expulsion of creativity while being draining is deeply satisfying oh yeah for sure dude and
1: um hopefully as you guys hear this you aren't just like but this sucks
0: (laughs) yeah probably like Um, rocco and laser will have bombed by now like you know dude i don't even fucking care i know we've said that I don't, I don't care. care. It
1: was, it was such a good time
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that I don't I don't even care. And by the time you hear this is entering your ear holes, Rocco and Laser just might have had a second an encore at the beach uh, coming yeah. soon. Investigating the beach house called
0: yes. fucking cake. cake. Cake at the beach. Cake by the ocean. Cake by the ocean. Cake yeah. by the ocean, dude. What? Um, which by
1: the way, that song played when I worked at Sephora, non- stop oh, it plays oh god it was I think it's chain smokers are they the ones that do cake by the ocean I don't fucking know oh I but didn't know that that, that was the song cake by the ocean that's the only part that I remember you're gonna have to listen to if you don't listen to it I'm gonna make everyone listen to it and I'm gonna play that song over and over while we're there
0: okay I'll listen okay. to it beforehand then yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um okay anyway but um yeah here we are on the the eve of leaving for the ocean and i am in the spirit i'm in the mood and i'm talking to you today ab- about my topic is sea witchery 101
0: i i like that i think that's a great little companion follow-up because you did kitchen witchery not that long ago hmm. uh and so that's kind of a nice little continuation oh, yeah. uh of the series i i you, you've intimidated me though a little bit. It's like now I want to like I because like we're recording at the beach this next, so the next week's episode will be us recording at the beach like we've done previously. Last time we went, and so I might bring a witchy to, like a, a an ocean topic. Then Ooh. I don't I, I don't want to be left out and not having an oceany topic. I think that that's a fantastic idea, and I love
1: tying our topics to things that are going going on I, it just kind of makes it feel more personal uh, Re the spooky so our two topics were something that were very spooky to us personally mm-hmm. um and and i i can't wait for that I, by now it's already out but i can't wait for that episode to drop i'm happy as hell about that episode. i'm very proud of it man and it's yeah. four hours but it's not four hours of nothing like of yeah six, whatever it's four hours of like really good shit i think man mm-hmm. i'm happy with um it. But we'll see. What are you talking about today?
0: I'm talking about chilies, man. Spicy boys. Chili peppers. It just kind of came to me today. And I was trying to, because we're growing a bunch of peppers. And I'm very excited about that. Uh, And Hunter's been making this fermented hot sauce now that Clarky got him into. Mm. Uh, And he makes it out of jalapenos. And I am so addicted to it. I am so addicted to it. It's not super spicy because he cut it with some poblanos which I also love and it I, I it's delicious I love it so much and so I'm kind of like getting I'm easing into peppers I respect <gasps> peppers I know that they're they're healthy there's a lot of benefits to eating peppers and capsaicin uh, but uh, so I'm feeling peppers and I saw that my blots are sprouting my sweet delicious sweetie little purple and yellow peppers are... Blots. Blot. Remember I've talked to you about those? The the big, the weird purple and yellow, like gradient, big sweet peppers that I'm growing. We've talked about this. Uh, um, we have, but did we talk about their name being blots? Blot. I don't know why. I believe they're a Russian pepper. Uh, <laughs> But they, man, like jalapenos and uh another pepper we have which we're growing jalapenos they like sprouted so but getting these blots and we are also growing some tobagos. getting those to grow from seed is just a fucking bitch and i so i'm finally seeing little sprouts coming out of those i don't know why but sweet peppers for me have always been harder which makes me sad because they're my favorite but getting them to sprout from seed is just Mm. a bitch and a half i love a sweet banana pepper oh baby Uh. me too Uh, But
1: last, I think it was last spring, maybe the one before, because time means nothing. uh, We grew everything that we needed to make a salsa, but a salsa with uh, tomatillos and not tomatoes.
0: Oh, delicious. Like a salsa verde. Yeah, man. And mom gave us this pretty, uh,
1: like already really healthy tomatillo plant. So we plopped it in the garden and it was doing great. And it just wasn't making, it wasn't fruiting.
0: Did it get I enough sun waiting. in y'all's yard? It was healthy as shit, dude.
1: And it would uh flower, but no fruit.
0: Yeah. And we were like, what the fuck is
1: happening? And I looked it up and it it needs another one to be pollinated. It needs oh. like, two.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of part of my topic today. Oh, uh, hey. I talk all about the difference between like self pollination and like regular needing, pollination,
1: needing the buggies or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it was so disappointing yeah um because the time we by the time we figured this out the season was basically coming to a close and is we didn't ever get to have our tomatillo salsa <laughs> oh, was, that's
0: so... i'm still upset i we won't have onions because we missed that window mm-hmm. uh but we will have tomatoes we're gonna have those black beauty tomatoes and that's gonna make a, like a purple ass salsa i'm hoping oh, yeah. um and we're gonna have peppers and uh, apparently fucking my mom's house just has a patch of wild garlic and nobody Ooh. told me about it until like a week ago and they're like oh yeah we got a shit pile of garlic just growing what um so yeah and i'm going to start moving some of that down here cuz it's bunching gar- you know it just kind of creates little runner and like spreads so i'm going to move some of that shit down here cuz it's like if y'all aren't using that and it's just like a random patch of garlic and this isn't news i'm i'm going to take it <laughs> It It is
1: mine now. Oh, I love garlic. (sighs) All righty, boys. I love garlic. Also, have we, I don't think we touched on it yet, but this episode comes out on a Cinco de Mayo. Whoa,
0: that's That's nice and
1: fortuitous. (laughs) I just opened up the notes and it said air date May 5th. Wow, man. Badass.
0: Hey, well, there you go. I did not plan that.
1: hey, hey, hey. Hey.
0: Oh, well, it's one of those
1: little synchronicities that just yeah. works. Listen here. This episode is dedicated to this very special episode. Let me say that. It's dedicated to Sandra C. Mmm. And if you don't do San- Sandra D.
0: From No, Greece. we can't. <laughs> is that too easy? Too much I think of it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Just do another song from Greece and blows everybody's mind off.
0: Sandra C. The first song, I have to just always go with the first song is that Leo Sayer song, the whoa, 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 Sandra C. Oh, but I it's love great. you more than Sandra oh. C. <laughs>
1: There's two Sandra C's. Two Sandra C's. <laughs> He's, I love you more
0: than this one. <laughs> I love you twice as much as Sandra. Oh. oh. I love now you more than C.
1: <laughs> Lots of love. <laughs> Ooh, whoa! I'm gonna start with uh, this witch sea witchery 101, dude. And the thing is, I'm a little I'm a little nervous.
0: I <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, as by now people will have heard our opinions on the sea. Um, <laughs> by now, <laughs> after the dropping of the spooky sound. so yeah,
1: I get that. Because I am not a sea witch, I'm I not a, I'm not a born sea witch anyway, um, I reached out on Facebook and asked for some of our sea witches over there, like, what advice you would have for someone just starting out? And I put it that way because, again, this is a 101 episode. This is very surface. If you're already, like, a sea witch, you're probably like, yeah, duh, to half of this shit. Yeah,
0: probably. That's pretty-
1: and and that's also why it makes me nervous. Is because that post where I said, "Hey, sea witches," got so many replies. So many. I did not realize we had this, We had this large amount of, of a sea coven witchery, of sea witches. A coven of sea witches. And here I am talking about it. And I really hope I do you proud. If for you want to connect with the ocean, stand in it. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, but so just, you know, keep that in mind, is what I'm saying. Go easy mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. So, a sea witch is somebody who works with the power of the ocean or sometimes with water in general, big lakes, uh, the great lakes. We tend to forget how powerful the ocean can be.
0: Because- I never forget that. I never well, forget see- that. It haunts my waking mind. <laughs>
1: When I think about it, I I think of it in this way of it's vast, and it's deep, and it's mysterious. And it's, um, to me, the ocean and the beach are just two separate things.
0: Fair, yeah, it's right. kind of that's like you know how like how you have brackish water. It's kind of yeah. like the beach is the brackish area of earth and of and earth and sea. It's sort of where the
1: earth and sea meet, and and that's where you get all the colorful fish and the the
0: yeah, coral the and the pretty yeah. stuff
1: and the blue waters, you know. But then the
0: sea, that's where. It wants to kill you.
1: That's where everything can and wants to kill you. And where those big fuck off schools of fish are that even if the fish itself is not scary, like it's a tiny little fish that couldn't hurt a fly, the fact that it's that large, like en masse, is, is terrifying to me. If I saw a school of fish, I would die.
0: I was talking to Hunter after the recording of the spooky sod when you shook my bones with those horrible sea sounds, Ugh. and I was like playing some to Hunter, and he is Hunter's a sea witch. He doesn't know it. Oh yeah, he's not aware of it. He's a sea witch, yeah, hardcore. Yeah. and water is just his element. And so I was talking about you know like your story, the the snorkeling story that you told me, which really fucking shook me, right. and oh, you know, I was talking about the the images and whatnot. Like you'll see those overhead images of divers like leaving the shelf and swimming out into the blackness, you know? yeah. And he had like, not only did he have no issue with that, he was like, oh no, I've like wanted, I've always wanted to do that. It was just like, Shh, okay, sh- shut up. Like just okay. sh- shut up. Sure. Go. No, Go. I, just, I, couldn't, I couldn't even like rationalized that that was like a, a desire you know oh, yeah I was like, I, it started making my chest tighten up like immediately again just the thought of it i can't take it people who
1: are into the deep yeah uh and and i love it in a fascinating yeah mad respect I, oh like and i love to learn about it and i i love to um look at the sea life especially like the new things they find yeah i, I love, love to at like the weird deep 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 ones that are all yeah, colorful yeah,
0: yeah. and shit like that's cool you know yeah
1: you know and i've i've assigned us personalities of the deep you are a uh what do they call them a Pompeii worm uh and what? i am a what am a vampire when did, you do squid. This?
0: <laughs> <laughs> when did this happen
1: when i was doing the research for the ocean a Pompeii worm listen dude it's it's this really pretty, almost corally looking worm. Oh. Isn't it cute? But that's you because it thrives on volcanic heat. It lives right in the middle of the volcanic heat where okay. like almost nothing else can live. I remember really it. I heard that, and this was when I was doing the research for the uh, spooky soda. and I just kind of went off on a tangent and started, like, watching videos about deep sea life. And then there's something called Vampire Squid, which-
0: Yeah, Vampire Squids are scary as shit, dude. Dude, I, he looks cool. I
1: love him. It's basically me. He just lives in the deep dark down. He's a sweet-ass color of red. He looks goth as shit, but he also just eats shit.
0: It'll attack eats- things so many times its size, and it does not give a shit about <laughs> it. Like- also oh, this, me, just wants to this, fight. <laughs> this little Pompeii worm is flamboyant as shit. Yeah, look game. at him. It's very loud and frilly. I'm okay yeah. with it. I accept okay. it. I, I
1: knew the, the worm part might have thrown you off. but then No, again, I'm that's, down with the worms. I was going to say, Wait, that is very you.
0: Can we say real quick, and I know I'm yeah. getting off topic. My focus is not good today because I have to, a million things to do. And I've oh, it's yeah. just a fragmented, just oh, broken mirror be, of attention. This is going to be all over the place. I... Love the worm love that came oh my from God. the worm episode that made yes. me so happy. So many
1: people uh, have like worm farms or they work with worms and they just have like a bu- they just have a bunch of worms. It, it was uh, heartwarming.
0: Yeah. I I love that story in the coven. I don't remember who posted it, but she was like over at her sister's and her sister had just, she like ran in and was like, I have worms. And like, (laughs) she was like, what? Go to the doctor. Yeah. Her sister had been working on like getting her soil healthy and Uh like, you know, her composter. And so like she went, she had worms, like they had come and you know and whatnot but it was like that's great just I have worms I have worms
1: <laughs> dude we need some we need like a tote bag that just
0: says I've just got worms says, I have worms and it's spelled out in worm letters yes, like the yes, little yes, letters yes, are yes, made yeah, out yeah, of worms
1: yeah. <laughs> that and uh thank you you worms that that's I like, with me
0: I like to to challenge it too to be like I have worms and then under like in parentheses be like do you at the bottom <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Ask me about my worm.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, dude. Oh fuck. I'm so ready. I'm so ready to just <laughs> be at the beach. We're and...
0: unraveling at the same. I know. a little bit. A little yeah. bit.
1: Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um, what were we talking about? The ocean. Um, mm, yeah. Your topic. My to- That's right. We're doing a podcast right now. Um, uh, yeah. The the people who are into like Hunter said he wants to like go over the the shelf people who are they're just a different breed they're like a different I think breed
0: so. yeah wired
1: differently and i don't quite understand it i get the fascination with water i love working with the water element but the very like real life place of the deep is something that um yeah it my brain doesn't really wrap around around that easy around around that easy <laughs> but <laughs> here we go we Tend to forget sometimes how powerful the ocean can be. Cause it's we think of like this, it's it's a place to relax and it's peaceful and it's uh we think of the emotional properties of water. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is ancient, seemingly endless depths of power there. Uh and the fact that it is most of our earth, it's most of what we have here. Yeah. What is it, 70%? I feel like that's the percentage that yeah. people just sort of roll with. Um, in, in more ways than just the storm aspect, the tsunami or uh um, yeah, hurricane. The kind of, yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of power there. Uh and it for I just am thinking of that time that you said that uh when storms roll through, you get very Lieutenant Dan. Oh, I do. Like, come yeah, at I'm, me.
0: I'm ready. I love pre-storm energy. Oh, it amps me, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that very specific scene where they're on the water, and he's yeah, he's just in the, up in the yeah, he's just ah yelling obscenities at the, <laughs> um, so oh god. So to work with the sea is to, in a sense, work with water. So the signs, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, our water signs, might feel a particular pull to the ocean. It has the lunar ties. Um, of course, the tides are controlled by the moon, the gravitational pull. So uh, it, everything about the ocean, everything about the moon, everything about water is very emotions and intuition based. Seawater is an incredible an incredible energetic cleanser. Other than the power of the ocean itself, we can't overlook salt. There is a sure. there's a lot of salt in the ocean. Yes. Um in fact, you can dry out some seawater if you want to harvest, you know, some sea salt. You can get a pot of it and let it sit out in the sun and harvest your own sea salt. And it carries, if taken directly from the sea like that, it carries the power of the ocean and everything that is tied to it. You may not want to eat it. You may not want to put it on your food. Because yeah, good witchcraft purposes, though. Hell yeah, dude. Something I saw online is from Otherworldly Oracle, and I thought this was really pretty. It says, the ocean speaks to you in a language only you understand. And I thought that's kind of cool.
0: That That's fair.
1: I think, you know, each individual person can have their own relationship with the ocean, whether it be one of fascination or fear or just a healthy respect. Sure. Uh, it, the way that it kind of calls out to you, I think, is different for everybody. You know, for Hunter, it's like, oh, boy, I want to get out there. I want to do fishing. It's home. Yeah. It's, for yeah, him, it's yeah. home. He's like, I want to go out into the – I want to dive past the shelf and go catch a shark or something. Hang out with the Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then for, I guess you and I would be like, oh, baby, beach time!" Yeah, uh, but I think I'm different.
0: satisfied with that.
1: And, and there's people who are like more like, "Oh, I'm going to set up the boat and I'm just going to go on a open water boating excursion." So, um, anywho, listen to this though. This is important. Make sure that you do check the local laws. It's not hard to do. Um, yeah, that you can find out what you can and can't take from the beach
0: yeah um a lot of and things are protected is, and you can yeah. get in serious fucking trouble too if you fuck with like the uh the barriers or like the little uh oh dude what are they called the little like they're at i don't know why i can't think of what they're called but at galveston they're, they're the little plant barrier that grows behind the beach that's oh, like the sandbar the br- uh, like sand but it's not that it's covered in little pla- i can't remember what it's called but if you fuck with that thing yeah. You're screwed. I mean, like $10,000 plus fines yeah. for messing with those little barrier shrubbery rings. Oh, things. yeah. And you and I were talking about this the other day about how, um, what are they called? Ranger? Uh, not Ranger. Oh, Rangers. Game Wardens. Game Wardens. Your life can be ruined by yeah. a Game Warden. Yeah. Ben, you know, I mean, I'm mad respect for the Game Wardens, but they have. Oh, the absolutely.
1: Power. Absolutely. They, they are keeping shit in check. And I think it's, you know what needs to be done frankly however if you put some shells or something in your pocket you accidentally pick up some shit and yeah. somebody's even like yo, an accident even if it's an accident yo empty your pockets you're suddenly like thousands and thousands of dollars in yeah. the hole so and besides that it's just not good for the earth um and we'll go into it a little bit more somebody left a really good comment about taking sand from a beach um However, sometimes there's also different elements to it. Like sometimes what looks just like a shell is still a living creature. It's yes. still alive. It's yeah. still within the shell. Yeah, and you don't want to like in there. you don't want to murder it. You know, you don't want to take it home and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um. So check the local laws. It's not hard. So some activities you can do while s- learning to see which you can um beach comb, and I love beach combing. Oh, dude, me. Too. I love beachcombing and I don't know why. I've never really put words to it, but I think this kind of hits the nail on the head. Uh, I saw this wonderful description of it. They referred to it as an act of mindfulness, being present in the moment. Yes. And you are you're just kind yeah. of scanning and scanning and, and you're yeah. looking you're you're looking uh for something and you're really taking in each, each little bit that you're looking mm-hmm. at piece by piece, and you're finding the magic and you're finding the beauty in every part. Because sometimes you're walking along the ocean, you're just walking to get to the beach bar or something and i was thinking like
0: oyster shack baby yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. you're just walking across to get somewhere and you're not really taking it in but when you stop and look and you're very mindful and i love practices of mindfulness uh they're very good for people with anxiety and they're very good for people who tend to um maybe dissociate a little bit, you know, as part of their anxiety, you kind of float yeah. off. Uh, so pra- acts, acts of mindfulness can really kind of keep you in the moment. And the thing is, you don't want to just re- rely on that when you're panicking and be like, okay, I need to be mindful. The more you practice mindfulness and uh, even meditation, because meditation is in itself an act of mindfulness, it strengthens your prefrontal cortex uh, and it helps you to be more mindful throughout your just entire life.
0: I but you that, know, yeah, I, that makes sense to me. And I, I like too how it's, it's mobile mindfulness, you know, Because meditation is great. It's I love it. I it's, but sometimes, you know, like, you just don't have the fucking time to sit in your room with all the doors and windows shut for Yeah, it's nice to have little trip, like little tricks and tips you can kind of take with you to be like mindfulness on the go. And it kind of gets you in the habit of doing it.
1: Oh, yeah. And and I never really thought about my uh, meditation as a part of mindfulness. I know that it is and I talk about it a lot with, uh, like, within counseling because we talk about met, uh, mindfulness, not in a like witchcraft sense, of course, but in just a mental health kind of way. Sure. And I, I kind of viewed them as two separate things because when you're meditating, I'm like, sometimes you go other places, your mind yeah, goes it's a other bit places,
0: spiritual,
1: you know. Uh, and sometimes you are just focusing on your breath and trying to stay there in the moment. Uh, however, they're they're both hand in hand, and I think that. Um, uh, just beachcombing, just walking along and being mindful and seeing the pretty shells and not necessarily needing to pick it up and touch it or do anything and just kind of hearing the ocean and just being Mm -hmm. there that moment with no real time restraint, you know, no real concept of things you need to do. Just you are there on the beach. That moment is sort of a meditational act in itself. Uh, But some things that you can be Keep an eye out for while you're doing this meditational beachcombing. Seashells, driftwood, seaweed, crab shells. Listen, shark's teeth. Have you ever just found a shark's tooth? No, but I found a human tooth once. Yeah, okay. I remember that. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Hagstones, sea glass, and uh, even the sand itself can be used. Mm-hmm. Now, I am in this, you know, way I'm talking about things that you can use while you are still there at the beach. Because you can take this time to make an altar at the edge of the ocean, which is something I'm going to do shit. while we are there. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, you can use what you find on the beach and you can even make like a wand out of driftwood if you'd like, because uh, it's already fallen wood. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just sort of t- you can use this as a wand. And I love the idea of setting up just a little altar with shells, and maybe we could bring some healthy, biodegradable um, offerings. Sorry, I'm yeah. saying um a lot in this episode. I'm sorry. I'm,
0: a lot of it is just sort of off the top we're, of the dome. Yeah, just kind of thinking. Just kind Girl, of I'm so sorry. It. Let me pee. I
1: knew you were going to pee a million times, because you are double fisting your drink. I know. I know. Dude, sorry. I'm watching the video for Cake by the Ocean, and it sucks. <laughs> Oh, you mean the chain smokers one? Uh, I, I, okay, I was wrong. It's D N C E, which, looking at it written out, I realize now this says dance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've never quite put that together. But I sent the video because you have to sit through this forty-one second opener uh, and watch the fucking video at, at your leisure. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you have to do it.
0: hold me accountable I'll do it I will do
1: okay uh anyway so the idea of making this little altar at the edge of the ocean was just some seashells maybe we could bring some biodegradable offerings
0: yeah I I love it and we can maintain it each day
1: yeah exactly you know hopefully somebody doesn't come along and get scared I doubt it
0: it's a private beach and it's not usually that crowded Mm -hmm. uh at all uh so I, I bet I bet we could get away with it well, I'm also
1: excited because last time we went, of course, we were well into witchcraft and already doing the podcast and stuff. However, we did not make that much of a, we didn't make that much of a spiritual journey out of it. No, at all. You know, I think it is, it was very individually spiritual for us, you know, especially out there chest yeah, bumping the chest ocean. Chest bumping
0: the sea. Yeah. That ocean. Yeah.
1: However, I think that this time around, we could maybe just kind of coven up a little bit, Yumi and Lyra, and, and really pay our respects to the ocean and, and just have a time with her. And well, Beltane's I going on when we're there. Yeah, Beltane is going to be happening. I also think that we need to do some beach meditation daytime. I am yeah. going to take a moon bath by the ocean um,
0: and kind of – I want to re- do some serious night some night shit and i don't usually want to do night shit but i want to do some some night beaching well night by the ocean is
1: is so different because it's not like night in a forest night in a forest is like you get light still yeah Yeah. you get the light you can still see it's it's otherworldly beauty yeah the reflection of the moon and just the sounds and how quiet it is and it still carries this element of like beachy daytimeness because yeah just like, I guess, of what you associate it with. But um, man, I just, I can't wait to to do that and to really listen to what the ocean has to say because I feel almost like we just
0: didn't listen that much last time. Well, and neither so, of us had been to the beach in, I mean- In so long. Five plus years, I oh, feel yeah. like, or, you know, and so it was the novelty of the beach overshadowed uh, the the benefit of yeah, it, you know, I feel mm-hmm. like. And now after 2020, we- we need it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we need the spiritual side this time. Yeah, yeah. Also, it cracks me up that it's just as normal as possible and unquestioned that Lyra is coming to our family vacation. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's just like, of course she's coming. Yeah. Like, Oh, fuck yeah, we're witches at the ocean! I can't wait. Yeah, and it wasn't even like a question for my Lyra is like her second daughter. And so she was just like, <laughs> well, you know, be sure to tell Lyra she's coming. And I was just like, oh, fucking bet. All right. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> be sure be sure uh let's see okay so uh you can take another another little sea witchery 101 beginner sea witch baby witch uh what's something that's a baby baby turtle sea witch sure uh, i'm trying to i'm trying to weave baby and sea witch and baby okay, witch into sure. each other it's not turtle is the row. logical jump to go turtle. Uh, well you know the little baby turtles that Okay, row. You're a piece of row. You're salmon row
0: or Okay, you're a little, egg. A little, yeah, little leg, a little gross leg,
1: okay. Row witch. Take some time to get to know the inhabitants of the ocean. Uh and bonus points if it's like local to the actual part of the ocean or the beach that you're at. But this can take many forms. You can do this in a conservation type study. You can get to know the endangered animals of the sea. This can be an act of fear, like facing your fear, maybe even some shadow work. You could look up info on deep sea creatures or sharks. Uh, I know myself, this may sound silly, but I I have a hard time even looking at photos of sharks and sometimes like
0: deep sea creatures. Sharks don't bother me in the slightest, which is weird, but they don't. don't I don't want to see one. If I'm shin deep and a bull shark is like there, I'm fucking terrified, you know? But, like, the images of, like, the scary fucking great whites with their eyes all rolled back, hurtling out of the ocean, like... Thanks, Mace. (laughs) I I just find it at the... It's just raw fucking power, and I can't help but be like, that's badass.
1: I mean, I have an intense respect and and don't get me wrong i understand that sharks are important i am in no way one of those persons that's like let's kill the sharks i understand that they have a very important place uh protect them i'm all for it i know that they are nowhere near as um you you know human hungry as we want to paint them i know all the facts like i know it i still will flip a book open and if it's a picture of a shark, I I have a bit of a reaction. I don't it's know why.
0: Primal, I think. You know, would you yeah. go shark cajun? <laughs> I might actually. I think I would. The, the biggest fear for me wouldn't be the sharks. It's the cage suspended in open water. And if that cage snapped, I'm fucked. Like I don't even care about the sharks. It's the fact of being trapped in a cage suspended in ocean. But if it's like in an aquarium, because sometimes you can do that at like aquariums, it's yeah. mainly the fear of the cage, not the sharks. If that may, I don't like being confined
1: did you see that terrible
0: movie uh, 48 meters down i didn't because i knew what it was about and i I, yeah. won't, I won't go there like that would i just can't go there it's like open water i i yeah. watched it when i was like 12 oh, for yeah. some reason uh and i never want to do that again because those are my mom's favorite kind of movies or psychological yeah. thrillers and yeah. i just <laughs> hate them <laughs>
1: Dude. Well, if it makes you feel better, 48 meters down, fucking
0: Did <laughs> sorry. it Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't miss anything.
1: 47. Or what was the number I said I would always, 40, 28 48 days. 48 days, 48 days. 48, so it's 48 meters down. Um, It's, uh, sorry if you're a 48 meters down stan, Um that's just my personal opinion. It was still a good time. Like I still enjoy mm-hmm. a flick. A flick is a flick, dude. And it, flick, it was a sure. it's a flick, you know, and you pass a, pass some time, but uh I, I just uh I have I listen, I could talk about it. I've got feelings. But it can be an act of fear facing looking up deep sea creatures or sharks. It can even tap into like mythological or cryptid knowledge. You can learn about the merpeople people or the undine or uh the water nymphs and, and how selkie the- Partner. Yeah. Partner with them um or their energy in your practice. Uh selkie's every time I I read it, I think of the chicken. You're like so like the chickens and oh um, selkie's I just think of like underwater, (laughs) your chickens, but underwater scary,
0: yeah, beach (laughs) chickens that shed their skin. Yeah. Uh,
1: So creating an art piece (laughs) in the sand and letting it be washed away uh, can be seen as either an act of uh, an offering. I saw someone say that they make like beautiful pictures in the sand to kind of give it to the ocean. And that was their offering because you you need to be careful with your offerings to the ocean and we'll get into it, but um, it can be seen as a banishing spell. So something that you want gone should be depicted. Maybe somebody's name, whatever you're Mm -hmm. trying to banish, you can like write it in and then see the sea kind of take it for you. And they, okay. they do away with it into whatever that 95% of the ocean we don't know about uh, does. And something mm-hmm. can eat it down there. That's mm-hmm. what Julia lives off of, is the banished uh, memories of, of things that you've tried to get rid of in your life. Did you
0: say you write it in the sand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah, it. write it in the sand. Uh, or
1: it can be seen as a meditation, you know, just making a big-ass... Dude, if you mean Lyra, I think... It would be cool if we just each got like a stick while we were out there and just made like a big mandala or something. Yeah, big sand sand
0: design. And we can
1: all three work on it. And uh, that's, I believe what I saw someone say they do for offering is they make like a mandala and then they let the tide come in and take it. Um, But if you work with the elements, you can find all four at the sea. We've got water, obvious. Earth, obvious. Air, obvious. And sun is fire. Hell yeah, it is, man. It will cook your shit. Oh, your shit will be cooked. (laughs) And as far as spirit goes, um, the ocean is not running short on ghosties or deities at all. No. So back on the offerings to bring those ghosties or deities, it's especially important when you leave something at or in the ocean or even near the ocean that it is eco-friendly. Yes. Uh, something organic, like herbs or flowers, especially if they aren't naturally occurring in the area. Uh, I saw some people like to do a bit of rum, um, or some other kind of spirit, which I feel
0: that really calls to me for it, reason. I think I, it does to me. I think of like Davy Jones and like yeah. the, the past of like the rum's presence in the sea. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. That makes sense to me. Absolutely.
1: Um, and water-safe stones, you know, think the quartz fam. So citrine, um, amethyst. I feel like would be a really appropriate gift for the ocean, uh, you know, or just a clear quartz. But no matter what, the number one thing that you can do that is witchy while at the beach is much like any kind of camping trip or trip to the forest: leave it better than you found it. Big time, yeah. Absolutely. Pick up some, pick up some trash. You know, pick up something that somebody left there, uh, and certainly don't leave any of your own.
0: Yeah, I mine is, and you don't see it too much at, like, the beach beach, but you do on, like, jetties, and also just rivers, and is fishing line. Nothing yeah. makes me fucking angrier. Did than, you watch that documentary? Uh, which one?
1: Uh, I forget the name of it. Uh, I wish I had it so I could actually share it with you guys, but it's been out for a while now on uh, Netflix, so I think it's probably old hat by now, but it's about uh, the ocean they they talk about the ocean and what's really polluting it and fishing
0: line and fishing nets nets fishers, nets are such a big fucking problem
1: they were talking about how in comparison remember when everybody went crazy about straws and nobody yes. wanted to use straws anymore they're talking yeah. about how compared to straws it's nothing like or yeah. it makes the straws look like
0: nothing it, I, There's uh, so
1: much pollution from those nets
0: and, and, just, so, and I got to I got to brag on Hunter just a little bit because I just thought this was very sweet uh, because he is a fisherman. And he's a lover of the water, you know, and uh, there's kind of like two types of fishermen. There's the ones that care and then the ones that don't give a shit. Yeah. And, you know, he was talking because he had to go to Bass Pro the other day because he needed like hooks and rigging. And he has so many. He has so much tackle and like all of this shit. And, you know, he always like takes care of it. And he's like one of those who are like, even if he doesn't like shoot guns hardly ever. And he doesn't, he still oils them on a schedule and all of his yeah. tools or he's one of those people, you know, he takes
1: care of he his takes care
0: of things. And I was like, yeah. man, why do you need more shit? And, and then he started talking to me. He was like, well, you need certain hooks because like if you, you know, you want them to rust out, you know, and he was like, so if we go to the ocean and there's this big fucking fish we catch when we're out on the jetties and it beats me. And it takes the it's gonna have a hook in its mouth for the rest of its life, you know. Like I want to make sure I can get hooks that these are gonna rust away, and eventually he can have like a healed mouth again. And he was like talking about it all and whatnot, and I was like, "Well, that's nice, that yeah, is yeah. nice. you know." I would have never thought yeah. about it, but he was just like, "There's things you can do to make the experience better yeah. uh, for them, and if you know they take your lure or whatnot, it can rust away, and then hopefully yeah. soon they'll be normal again."
1: Yeah, and hopefully it's yeah, exactly. That's so sweet, and and I. I love when people have that respect for something that they do because Mm. yeah, by all rights, like, and of course they're not doing it on a massive scale and that's what's really causing the issue is like massive, you know, but by all rights, most of the time when we go fishing these days, just as, you know, people, we're not really doing it for sustenance. Y'all do. I mean, y'all, y'all have fish. Yeah. But it's not a necessity of, um, yeah it's a choice feeding yourself you're choosing you know to do that and then when uh when I go fishing I just strictly catch and release and I'm just there to like you know have a good time or whatever but uh, so like by all rights it's not anything that we need to do right mm-hmm. but if you're doing it anyway like so many other things if you're gonna do it do it right if you're gonna do yeah. a thing do it right mm-hmm. um as said by Daryl Dixon <laughs> um so correspond the dude this monster. this i can this monster this episode is gonna be a fucking monster i can tell (laughs) already. all right so uh correspondences water itself represents abundance and uh many people when they think of ocean water they think of the ocean that's the first thing that springs to mind is abundance uh because what's the most abundant thing on our planet. It's Mm -hmm. probably ocean water, right? Uh, Ocean water is one of the most potent cleansers to be found. And you can find the correspondences of water as well as salt in salt water, obviously. So we're talking emotional depths, we're talking cleansing, and we've already touched on that. But Mm -hmm. when we see calm seas, we tend to think of water as very slow, Very emotion based, and it is, and it can be. Uh, But there is also the prospect of discovery and adventure, something that connects all places on Earth. Back to the kind of giving rum and why that makes sense to me is yeah, I I think the ocean is very kind of slow and deep and stuff, but it also makes me think of just exploration and the change. Great unknown. The great end, un- going sailing into something new, and and all of that stuff, and that's kind of the feeling. That's the vibe I get when I go to the ocean. Uh, and I also have done that thing where you just sit on the beach and you kind of look out into the water and you think, like, dude, if I just keep going this way, I'm gonna hit a whole other ass place. Yes, yeah, you hit something. You know, you know. And the water, it's like the water that my feet are in right now. It's the same water that somebody's feet in you know south korea is in you know mm-hmm. it, it's like it that kind of stuff gets to me sometimes in, in a really good way yeah um so shells the correspondences with the seashells they are great in spells of protection and certain shells so think like the the saucy the sexy oyster um are good for spells of love for, I, I feel pretty obvious reasons. Sand from the sea can be used to cast circles. And of course, I'm talking about while you're actually there, you can use the sand to cast your circle. If you're lucky enough to find sea glass or a hagstone, then you have been blessed.
0: I want to find a, a hagstone. Well, both, but I, I, want I really both. want to find a hagstone. I've never been able to find anything sea glassy in Galveston. Hmm. We will this time. I'm
1: saying it now, I'm manifesting it. Uh, then you have, If you find those things, then you have been blessed by the ocean deities themselves. Uh, the sea glass represents a ch- uh, time of change, while the hagstone speaks to other realms. We have done episodes. The sea glass episode, if you're interested in that, is episode 109. Oh, and the look hagstone... At you. <laughs> look at me in the research. I and am the impressed.
0: Hagstone-,
1: <laughs> hagstone episode is episode 99. So, to call upon a deity... Or to perhaps be chosen by one of the sea gods, the 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 entities, the deities by name that we're looking at are just a few: Poseidon, Neptune, Oh yeah, Triton, mm. Ocean, Yimei, Danu, Sobek, Tefnut, and Lir. Just to Stop. name <laughs> Tef, Tefnut, T E F N U T, Tefnut. <laughs> okay.
0: Needed to, I needed to circle back to that and check.
1: (laughs) Here's how you want to hear how Google talks about Tefnut. Is a deity of moisture.
0: Oh, you need it. We love it.
1: Moist air, dew, and rain in ancient Egyptian religion. Uh, She is the sister of the air god. Oh, that's cool. And she's the mother of Geb and Nut. Wow, Geb and Nut are like. Oh geez, a big deal, yeah. Wow. Well, I guess that would make sense. I, I you, it, like the ocean would be one of your major, yeah, major gods. Anyway, so that's she just...
0: sounds like she's all up in like humidity, which I love. I'm a big ass fan of humidity, so I'm, I'm you. here for her. Yeah. I don't. It makes my hair pretty. Okay. Oh, dude, I'm so ready for beach hair. I know. I know. <laughs> and my hair is so much longer than it was last time. <laughs> and my hair is so much shorter. It's just gonna. <laughs> It'll be cute. I'm ready. Oh, we're going to be adorable.
1: One thing I saw a few times from various sources, uh, and it made me shoot back to the, to the fucking spooky sound and those ocean sounds. Um, but apparently there's a whole belief that whales, and I, I've heard this, but I feel like it's just sat in the back of my mind and I'm not really paid much attention, but there's a whole belief around whales not being of this planet uh that they are here to help guide humanity in some way and i think i just about believe that it,
0: it also makes me think i put of that them in no... the same same class as elephants
1: yeah yeah dude yeah no i don't think elephants are from this planet i think they're the bodies of they're the souls of humans but yeah. uh it made me think of that no sleep episode do you remember where the woman went yes. to another planet
0: yeah i think that those... was uh was that no sleep or was that the uh uh, oh, the yeah. New Decay.
1: The New Decay. I think that was a New Decay episode. Yeah. Um, there's talk of the sea calling to people. Mm-hmm. And kind of like Hunter, I guess sort of calls them home. But the, mm-hmm. the sea has a call. And much like the moon, the moon also calls to certain people. And we hear that a lot. And because of the tie of the moon and the sea being so close, I, I get that. Um, and there's this You can become a sea witch, like you can work with the sea, you can do that. But you can also just sort of be born a natural sea witch.
0: Yeah. Hunter, for example. Yeah.
1: Like you were saying, you were like, Hunter's a sea witch, he
0: doesn't know it, but he is. Yeah, I mean, like, he's the one who's casually been like, oh, I have like, he he doesn't call them past life, like regressions, but he has like memories of like all of these lifetimes of being on the sea is like a subsistence fisherman or like a guide or you know it's just like yeah bro like that's you that's your incarnation path that's his thing man yeah
1: and and maybe that's why it calls back so hard is because Mm. in this this reincarnation he's not on the sea he's close to it but he's not like yeah on the sea all the time so it's like just sort of like come come back come back and Mm. i also wanted to touch on this dude i think your mother is a natural born sea witch. I think well. so too. Yeah, big time. She yeah. has always been about the beach, you mm-hmm. know, and, and and it's more than just like, hey, let's go have a vacay because vacays is always. It fun. like thinks
0: it, she thinks about it
1: all the time. Yeah, and and that's just the place that I think if she could just be like, this is where I will be now. That's just where yeah. she would be. Oh, she. Um, so I, I like I like this that we have a couple of just natural born sea witches in, in the fam. I am not one, I don't think. Uh, I think I would be more like water inclined because I do love working with water. I'm just not like – I'm just not on that same level that they are. It's not natural.
0: Yeah. You know, like it's just not natural. Like I appreciate it. I love to go. I love to visit. I love to pay respect. Yeah. But it's not – it doesn't hit me like the forest does, you know, to where it's like that – is natural to me yeah
1: yeah yeah i feel you on that
0: so like i've said a few times in this
1: episode i put it over on facebook and i said something about calling all sea witches and i thought there would be like maybe four people be like i'm a sea witch but Mm -hmm. there was a lot so uh instead of being able to read everyone's comments which i would like to do i i busted out those magical um What'd you call it? What I can never remember now. Electric die. Electric die. And did sort of a rando thing. So the first one I have. Now I'm not gonna read this entire comment because, but I, I encourage everyone to go over and check it out. This is from Kate A, and it starts off in all caps. I have been waiting for this. <laughs> there is there is one, two, three, four, five, six paragraphs. Uh, that they wrote. So they've put a lot of work into this. Please, please, please go read it. Um, however, I want to just take a couple of, of excerpts from it. So past about 50 feet uh, underwater, the oxygen in your lungs is under such pressure that it concentrates in your bloodstream faster, producing a mild high. Uh, and I believe this is also why you get the bends if you just like, oh,
0: that's jump back up yeah, to the I surface back too quick.
1: Uh, Let's see. From a a practical standpoint, plastic pollution in the ocean is a huge problem. So obviously bring a bag to pick up pieces of litter that you see, uh, which is very important. Memorize the National Responses uh, Center's phone number if you ever see a witness discharge oil from a vessel or if you need... To report an oil sheen, these are very important things to do. Um, Mostly, get deep in your feelings about the great eternal mother. The sea is all life on earth came from her. She is going to be washing the shores for so long after any of our concerns are resolved, uh, which was phrased beautifully. I love that's very comforting to me. Yeah, It's, it's that same vein. It's that same underlying like wrapped up thought that I think all the time is in a hundred years we'll all be dead you know and and she's going to be washing the shores for so long after any of our concerns are resolved and then they also added the lyrics from one of their favorite songs this is dar williams the ocean it's where we came from you know and sometimes I just want to go back
0: I love that
1: which is giving me again severe like terry and hunter vibes Brittany, Brittany H says, embrace the high and low tides in your life and in your practice. There's ebbs and flows. Listen to the ocean. She has great wisdom to share. Nicole E says, the ocean slash beach is the ultimate cleanser with the inherent salt in both the water and the sand sitting on the beach and either just watching or even letting the waves wash over you is purifying dude that's all i'm going to do for four days roll around and
0: exfoliate in the sand and then go run off in the ocean and then do it again
1: can we talk about how excited i am to walk in the sand and get my feet nice and exfoliated dude Mine
0: need it Mine need (laughs) it so bad i don't even want to talk about it
1: Allison H: Yeah, it's like the science one day the scientists are going to come out and be like we've discovered that 95% of yeah. sand, sand is feet skin. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Allison H says, I feel like the ocean helps me with anger management. Most people think of it for sorrow and to carry away your tears, and while this is also true, I feel like there isn't much we can turn to for rage. The ocean can be so fierce, but you mm-hmm. can never match it. If you yell and scream and throw rocks in it, it all just takes it and mutes it. And it can and kind play. of, yeah,
0: drowns you out. No. Yeah. You can yell as loud as you want at a beach, and someone can be 30 feet, away, a little longer than that, but like 100 yards away, and they won't hear you.
1: Yeah. You'll just hear the ocean crashing. Yeah. If you, uh, it says, it takes everything. It can take everything. Yeah. I know the earth can too, and fire can burn things, and wind is so cleansing, but water is just different, especially the ocean. It can hold it all it will leave no trace. Oh dude. Gone. Swallows you up. Misty Inn says make sure to check that precious animals aren't still living there before you take yeah. something home. And I know this sucks but don't take the sand. The sand is a very important part of the ecosystem and even and even taking just the tiniest bit can have an effect. Stay off the sand dunes please and always I think that's what they're called sand dunes. Sand dunes yeah. yeah, the the ones that you don't want to fuck with. with. The little um, plants. Yeah, and they always put the little bridge over them, which I yeah. for a long time assumed I was and, and I know most like big hotels and stuff. They do this for your convenience to walk over them. But they also do it so you do not fuck with the sand dunes. Absolutely. Um, and they say, let's well, see, Misty also says always, and this is very, very important. Thank the ocean for the blessings that she gave you. Yeah, we didn't do that last time. Yeah, I know. Brandy C says when the sea calls to your soul, listen. Ginny C, who is the woman behind Obsidian Siren, who made those bomb fucking dresses. Yeah, I have too. mad seamstress envy of her, her <laughs> dude. I can't, always. I can't even, I can't understand how people sew. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but she says treat the sea with the utmost respect, as it can be a fickle mistress. Yes, calm and soothing one moment, knocking you on your ass the next. Tides can change so quickly, so be safe and find out about the tides in an unknown area. Yeah, people mm. fucking died, dude.
0: Yeah, Hunter almost got killed in a riptide when he was a wee <laughs> child. Well, so did you, apparently. No, not me. I thought you said you went out and got sucked under or something. No, no, I was always before. terrified of it. I learned when I was little about the undertow, and oh, it yeah. scared me shitless. But Hunter, he got like yanked under by a riptide and when he was finally able to come back up he was like 200 yards away yeah like out deep into the ocean you know he had no control over it
1: it's such a humbling experience something like that of course if you don't die because you are in the same vein of something that someone said you're nothing to the ocean and i'm not saying it i'm not saying it doesn't care for you because i think there is like care i think the ocean cares for its inhabitants so much i just feel that i get that vibe but you are nothing compared to the yeah. ocean.
0: You're not an inhabitant either. You know, no, like no, no, no. You're guest.
1: Yeah, you're you're a you're a you're the alien in this scenario. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and it's kind of it gives me vibes of when you go and talk to like an ancient big fuck off tree. Yeah. It's like in their in their experience of the world, you were a fly that landed on them for yeah. five seconds. And they have seen away. so
0: many of you. You, you, they
1: didn't even. There wasn't even enough time for it to probably hear everything you said <laughs> <laughs> before you walked off, and it was just like, um, before you died. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your entire life passes, and they go, "Oh, look at that fly." <laughs> uh darcy p says i'm keen on asking the beach i love that i'm keen on mm-hmm. i'm keen on asking the beach for permission before i take anything home as i would if i were pruning an herb leaving the beach cleaner than you found it i love that you yes, pointed that absolutely. out. absolutely thank you uh now this is something that macy you might know about i don't know what, the, what this is but darcy says watch for the green flash at sunset it's real and i will fight anyone who says otherwise
0: i uh i don't I don't know about that like in the know. sky. I've I, heard of the green flash, before, I've heard it but, too, I but I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Is it just a flash on the horizon real quick? We'll
1: see they capitalized the green flash like the first letters and the so I it's I guess it's we'll something have to look specific. into. That. Yeah, dude.
0: And we'll look for it and we'll, report we'll it. have to watch for the green flash. Oh man,
1: dude. Uh so my father, a lifelong surfer, always told me never turn your back on the ocean. Surf lore is rich with uh, oh, ritual and reference. Oh. Yeah. And lastly, we round out with Lauren M, who says, I'm yet to find a better way to cleanse than standing in salt water. And my favorite part of this quote here is, uh, Lauren says, nothing quite as cathartic as crying in the ocean either. And I, I feel like if you ever just see me standing in the ocean weeping, just leave me alone.
0: Leave me Oh, be. I would. Leave you be. Yeah, you're leave having a moment. Me. You know, and, and
1: don't ask me if I'm okay. No, don't you break. are. You're getting don't it out. Be. And to wrap up the, this entire, uh, much longer than I thought it was going to be topic, I have a quote. And this comes from the, the sea witch herself, Ursula. And she says, fortunately, I know a little magic. <laughs> That's my Ursula.
0: Fucking Ursula. I'm going to go pee.
1: I was watching the music video for Cake by the Ocean again.
0: Uh, and I want to chew your way through it as we, as as I pee.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Every time you take a pee break, I'm going to watch a little bit more of cake by the ocean. And I think it finally, this is how slow on the uptake I can be. I, I want to say naive about things that I can be cake by the it's ass cake cake by the ocean. It's it I just put that together. Um, also, I, yeah, in, I would bet in, in, in the music video. They're like, there's some plus size girls just rocking bikinis. And I'm about yeah. that. So I take back everything I said.
0: Oh, well, I, you know what?
1: 180. Take it back. Cake by the Ocean is kind of a banger. Fight. Me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lead singer is is one of the Jonas Brothers. So
0: which one? <sighs> the, one with the eye, the one with the eyebrows. That's not helpful. uh fuck off!
1: Well, now hold on. Now I will not be satisfied until I can tell. The one with you. the eyebrow.
0: They all have what?
1: joe joe jonas
0: oh the older one okay eyebrows uh or was kevin the older one okay yeah i don't know i I thought he was the cutest of all three joe jonas yeah
1: well he says effing crazy in this song
0: oh hold my disney (laughs) macy (laughs)
1: does the song cake by the ocean interfere with your happiness
0: Thankfully, Charlie, it doesn't. But you know what? If it did, I'm so glad that there's a service like BetterHelp.
1: BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional counselor that you can start talking to in under 24 hours.
0: It's super easy. You hop on. You kind of take a little bit of like a a quiz type thing so they can figure out who to pair you with. And Once you're paired up, you can get to texting, chatting, emailing calling. Any one of your favorite preferred methods that keep you from having to sit in a terrible, terrible waiting room. They're
1: so committed to helping you find the therapist for you. So if you're not jiving, you can feel free to change your counselor at any time. I've done it.
0: And the beauty is, is that uh, pretty much anything that you're wanting to discuss or delve into, you can because this is worldwide. And there are counselors that can Communicate to you about your specific needs, which you might not find in like a small town, uh, to where the specialties are a bit more limited. Yeah, you go in and you're like, I have anxiety, and they're like, What's that? <laughs> we but, call that hysteria around here. Yeah,
1: yeah. You mean the woman's sickness? Yeah. But they can help you with issues such such as, but not limited to, depression,
0: stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping family conflicts, trauma, LGBT plus matters, anger, grief, self-esteem,
1: and And more. More. Everything that you share is totally and completely confidential, as a therapist should be. And it's affordable, oftentimes more affordable than your traditional in-person
0: counseling sessions. And speaking of affordable beans, listeners of the WBAH podcast can get 10% off their first month of BetterHelp by going to BetterHelp, that is H-E-L-P dot com slash witch to get 10% off their first month.
1: Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash who witch that's it that's the one talk to me about the chili pepper
0: i also just realized i did tomatoes not that long ago so i too am building a salsa uh, (laughs) with my topics
1: (laughs) Uh, the next one the next one's gonna be like onion
0: just yeah yeah just onion uh so I, I kind of have a, a range going on here. I talked to you about the plant itself, uh, some history there, and then of course the the metaphysical. Uh, the the j- peppers are very interesting. They're very interesting plants. Uh, so the the chili pepper, which does kind of include uh, multiple species. Uh, there's not just like you know a chili. Pe- there's it's a family. Uh, it's a family tradition. So it's a ooh. So it's a fruit. Uh, it's the fruit of plants in the genus capsicum. Uh, and they're in the nightshade family. I didn't know that. Uh, I did. I had no clue. They're in the nightshade family. Solanaceae. Oh. Wolf peach. Wolf peach. So... <laughs> As, as many know already, the, the substance that gives them the hot, uh, the intensity, the spice is uh, capsaicin, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's not just the mouth. It's if you get it on your skin, if you get it in your fucking eyeballs, mm-hmm. uh, it it burns. Uh, and I'll get to why that is uh, here in a little bit. So it seems that chilies, the first ancestors of chilies, are from Mexico, uh, particularly central Mexico. And uh, pretty much, then following completely uninvited, forced colonization, uh, pillaging, uh, pestilence—pretty much everything that um, makes for Columbus, yeah—a steaming pile of shit. Uh, <laughs> the, the peppers then made their way around the world, uh, because you know things were sent back to you know, and like after. After colonizing and whatnot. So they were called peppers.
1: (laughs) These are my peppers now.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, so they were called peppers by the Spanish uh, because at that time they were familiar with black peppercorns and, you know, there's a spice there. And so they're like, well, these are spicy. They're peppers. So that's kind of where the name came from. Hmm. So it's a pretty popular ingredient in traditional or folk medicines, particularly indigenous medicines from. The original kind of location, or the locations it spread to, uh, thereafter, like Peru and whatnot. Uh, and it always finds its way into food. Oh, always, yeah. if it's there, it's in food. Humans consume peppers, like it's just we can't, they just do. Uh, you ever had that chocolate with the pepper in it? Yeah, man, hell yeah. It. Yeah. It makes me think of Chocolat, how, like, you know, she lived uh, with the Maya, and they would drink, and it's, like, they, they sh- she serves it in the, in the movie, and, like, it's this thick, homemade, like, actual, like, oh, my, and she, because she runs, like, a chocolate shop, you know, and it has, like, the, the chili in it, mm-hmm. and she, like, pours this incredibly thick hot oh, chocolate. Like drinking oh. chocolate. Yeah, 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 and it lives, like, rent-free. In my head, that scene of her pouring that delicious (laughs) hot chocolate. (laughs) Oh. Mm. So capsicum fruits, so the the peppers, the chili peppers, have been ingrained in human diet for so long to the tune of 7500 B.C., good long time yeah. and is one of the oldest cultivated crops in the Americas so it the the origins of the cultivation of chili peppers traces back to uh according to wikipedia east central mexico some 6000 years ago so this is when they were actually being cultivated they were being managed and uh they were one of this is kind of what gives them a little bit of an edge here they were one of the first self pollinating crops cultivated, cultivated in Mexico and then Central America and then parts of South America. This would have been a really nice feature, you know, back in the day when like, you know, native peoples can't just like fucking jump in their whip and go to like Trader Joe's, you know, like you can't do that, you know? So like having this crop that like, even if it's just alone by itself in a field will continue to multiply. Mm. Uh, That's, that's nice. Uh, So here I'm gonna explain how self-pollination works. And this is pretty much verbatim uh from homeguides.sfgate.com. Uh, but it it breaks it down in a way that I I couldn't do. So uh here we go. So the way that like self-pollination works is that instead of the plant producing these big ass beautiful flowers, which entice pollinators uh, it, the plants produce much smaller little flowers that are already set up to have both male and female reproductive parts within them. So another thing with the smaller flowers is that it, uh, it doesn't use quite as much energy. So apparently producing very large, big smelly, wonderful flowers, uses a lot of the plant's energy, but this doesn't really have to do that. So it makes these smaller flowers because it's not even needing to entice or let like a little bumblebee inside to roll around in there. Oh. Um, it, it's, it's much smaller. Uh, so in general, self-pollinating plants have kind of perfect flowers. Uh, they're, they, they got everything they need. They house both of the, you know, again, male, female parts. And as pollen accumulates on the male anthers, uh, these, these grains must adhere to the female stigma, uh, for successful fertilization. So through wind or just kind of movement of the plant, the pollen forms, uh, as and this is very scientific as a germinating tube to the flower's ov- ovule for seed production. Ooh. So really just shaking them around a little bit will cause the pollen to fall where it needs to and allow for uh for this to the process to start the reproductive process. So the flower eventually will wilt uh, and it creates a seed or a pod for the dispersal of the seeds and this reproductive strategy, this self-pollination strategy, makes it so that it can spread anywhere, pretty much without the need of insects, without the need of another plant. Like how you were talking with your tomatillo plant that didn't didn't keep spreading for you. It doesn't need that shit. It's got it. It's just she only needs herself. She needs no man. What a bad bitch. Yeah. So she's gonna pollinate no matter what. Um. So. This is a really nice feature. This is convenient. This is good. Uh, But they can still benefit from our pollinator friends, uh, you know, and they can allow for cross-pollination. So that will kind of diversify these species. And it's also why you hear if you plant like sweet peppers next to hot peppers, that the sweet peppers might have a little bit of spice and the hot peppers, maybe they're cooled down. So that can, that can happen.
1: I always feel like such a scientist. Like, I feel like I really genetically modified these plants.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I made a whole new, brand new creation. (laughs) This has never happened. Yeah. Yeah. So the the spread of chili peppers to Asia uh, was done via Portuguese. Portuguese, God, why can't I say that word? Portuguese traders uh, who they they kind of promoted it uh on asian spice trade routes at the time and then it was introduced to by the portuguese to india uh, by the end of the 15th century so peppers uh, are really prominent in asian cuisine and like they go fucking hard on the spice over there like they don't they don't mess around with the use of chilies like mm. you're in it to win it oh. um so there are five domesticated species of chilies, but under those five species are a shitload of varieties. So you have all of these different kinds. I mean, if you just like look up pepper seeds, you're in it for a day. Like there's so many and many are still being created. For instance, like, you know, the infamous Carolina Reaper. Mm. So which we'll we'll get to. And it's it's amazing. So when peppers are consumed by mammals such as humans animals whatever and the capsaicin it it binds to the pain receptors that we have in our mouth and our throat Uh, it which evokes pain uh and like spinal relays to the brain are like whoa man like this is kind of uncomfortable you know like what's up with this sensation then why do i love it well, so the intensity of the you know this heat of chili peppers. So these, as many know, are measured in Scoville heat units uh, or Scovilles, uh, or abbreviated as SHU. So I thought this was really interesting. This is directly from Wiki, by the way. So historically, uh, it was measured. Uh, so the way that it used to be. So I've wondered before that we be like this has like two million Scovels. and it's like, yeah, but what does that mean? You know. <laughs>
1: It's like the stress units from Always Sunny. No one ever explains what it's just, you have 9,000 stress units. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, and I've always heard that and be like, is that just like, are you just taking that and running with it? Like, 8,000 Scoville units? What? So, (laughs) And this one's hotter, so it must have
1: 9,000.
0: So apparently there's actual shit there. There's 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 science there. So historically, like kind of back in the day, it was a measure of uh, like the dilution of an amount of chili extract added to a sugar syrup before the heat becomes undetectable to a taste panel. So the more that had to be the more it had to be diluted, the higher the Scoville count. So that means it was spicy as fuck and it needed more scope or more dilution. How so would you it was like a- to be on that panel though?
1: I you just would- have to test it out and be like, this is I killed my tongue.
0: Yeah. So the new modern method is a bit more exact or a bit, you know, more scientific, I guess, than a panel of people being like, well, that's just not spicy anymore. <laughs> 80 total units. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so (laughs) the the new method is uh, they use high performance liquid chromatography uh, to measure the capsaicinoid content of a chili variety. So pure capsaicin, uh, it's a hydrophobic, colorless, odorless, and crystalline to waxy solid at room temperature. And it measures in its pure form 16 million Scoville units a lot that's super fucking intense so pure capsaicin will melt your face off like isn't the hottest thing only like two million or something like well surpass that now but yeah like we're in the lower we're in the lower single digit millions but nowhere near
1: 16 million god no
0: oh uh so oh that makes me feel so much worse for that waiter who got it in his eye i know that poor dude he was a good waiter too he was so sweet oh man so they're interesting like or that makes this what makes peppers interesting is that they do not wilt or uh cower in the face of adversity because essentially the more stressed out the plant is whether the water it's not it's like a if you want really hot peppers you can kind of uh, as they're fruiting uh or you can reduce the water a little bit and so like things like a shortage of water, if they have some pest issues or fungal issues, it makes the capsaicin more intense. Damn. So they make themselves spicier to protect the seeds. It's kind of like, a okay, well, the last thing we've got going for us, if we're kind of sick, we need to make sure these seeds spread. So let's make these peppers so fucking hot that no little deer or cow is going to come by and eat all of these seeds. Like... <laughs> doesn't need That's happen
1: like, it's like the fiery you know i think everyone knows like a little fiery person that just like when yeah. somebody you know is is they're threatened they're just kind of like let's go you know it's
0: even more yeah they're amplified yeah so the u.s currently leads the world in the hottest pepper called pepper x <laughs> and i know i was like man what so it was created by Ed Curry, who's the same mastermind behind the Carolina Reaper and many other hot, spicy pepper creations. Mm. Uh, he's been breeding peppers for a super duper long time. And- uh Can we address he, that his last name is Curry? I know. And that, I thought the same thing. I was like, well, that's cute. I like cool. that. That's fortuitous. Um, so he's, uh, they're based in, or he's based in South Carolina. And while not yet confirmed by the Guinness Book of Records in 2021, Pepper X is supposed to have a rating of 3.18 million Scovels, which uh, is so much more misery inducing than the Carolina Reaper, which stands still quite strongly at 2.2 Scovel. So almost a million more Scovel units, whatever those are, hotter than the Carolina Reaper. I can't wait for the YouTube videos. I, I don't want it i i just i i've seen like pepper eating competitions and i have mad respect for those people uh know, yeah, there was one uh that came on netflix and i don't remember what it was called it was like a show about weird local competitions like the first one was about like the the cheese roll and like the the people roll around down the hill in england oh yeah 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 and there was a, and one of them was on pepper eating contests and it had uh ed curry in it uh, and he was talking about the breeding of his peppers and whatnot and it showed footage of these you know, and like for some of them, they were like it it's changed their life for the better, you know, like it helped them get clean, and it helped them get their life back on track because it's just like that's a moment of sheer agony and focus and clarity all at the mm-hmm. kind of the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a whole community around it, like they kind of travel from competition to they always run into each other. you know, there's like this community of hot pepper eaters and competitors, and there's like a family there, which is nice.
1: I mean that's cool. I love that. That's sweet. He's the uh um curry guy. He's sweet. I think he was on hot ones and he was like teaching them about their their you know the teaching them about all this stuff. However, as much as I enjoy hot stuff, I have a limit, dude, and and it is so far under what oh, these yeah, dudes do. I don't Super. understand because to me one of the worst pains is eating something too hot. I hate it. So to multiply that by eh, just a casual couple million, I can't understand. Yeah,
0: no. I think I'd go into shock. And I don't say that lightly. Like, I think I might hyperventilate and then my body will go into
1: shock. Oh, no. I would need the medics that are there. I would be that person that like ate one and then immediately threw up and then for two weeks was in the bathroom.
0: I I, I burned all your sinus cavities out and everything like that. It's funny you mention hot ones. Uh, So... little fun snippet a little fun fact for you so pepper x is uh it's in the 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 kicker the 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 last kick it's in the last dab sauce on hot ones so that's so shitty though too because it's like you've made it all the way to you know the the big one the last way and then it's like oh but it's like put a little extra dab of pain on it and it's like fuck that
1: a little extra fuck you
0: did yeah, I you see no Tenacious way. D
1: on Hot Ones?
0: Yes, I, I did, and it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it so much. Um, so while, you know, rushing your senses with pain, you know, essentially a, a, a biological alarm, you know, uh, which some people looking at you mm. like hunter do. does too he yeah. loves spice he will take raw fucking jalapenos and eat them raw seeds and all like a fucking cucumber mm-hmm. and i don't get it i don't understand it but he loves it you know and it's so fresh it's just i just, so fresh. i it just i it would i feel like burn all of my taste buds out and then i would just have to grow new ones <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Like, <laughs> But while doing that, while kind of rushing the senses and kind of that uh, exhilaration uh, that comes from eating them, there's some health benefits here, especially to uh, capsaicin specifically. So some studies have shown that the ingestion of capsaicin can help with lowering bad cholesterol or LDL, which is helpful. You want to keep that dude low. Yeah, it just blows
1: it out of your heart.
0: (laughs) It's just gone. It flushes it out. Um, uh, Also, capsaicin, it looks to be... uh, able to boost the metabolic rate, which is always nice. Uh, And I mean, unless you're one of those people who already has a drastically fast metabolism, and you can't gain weight. (laughs) But you know, for those that might have a slower metabolism, or kind of a sluggish one, it can maybe help uh, speed that up a little bit. Uh, Also, this was super interesting. And it seemed counterintuitive to me, but I kind of get it too, at the same time. So your taste buds, and your gut may be kind of connected here or, or, you know, more connected than you think. So you bite into a pepper and the capsaicin attaches to the pain receptor that then communicates to other cells. Uh, and that communication, it causes a nerve on your tongue to immediately tell your brain like, yo, this fucker's hot. So the same receptors can be found in your digestive tract. So when capsaicin enters your digestive tract and it, it attaches to a pain receptor, it creates a chemical called Anandamide, uh, which is shown to lead to less inflammation in the gut, which can be caused by conditions such as UC or Crohn's disease. Uh, So that was from penmedicine.org. I found that very, very interesting because Mm -hmm. like... I would think on face value, uh, you know, I have a relative that has Crohn's disease and spice can be quite inflammatory. However, I wonder if like over time and gentle doses, if the release of that chemical can help over time. And I was just very surprised to see that, that it can help with inflammatory conditions, hmm. which you would think like spice would be like rubbing fucking like salt on a wound, exactly, you know, yeah. that.
1: It's like when uh, I think we learned recently. It's like cayenne pepper is good for like sore throats or something. It's like h- know, how it's, does that work?
0: It's weird, yeah. Huh. And uh, circulation is also another benefit uh, that it oh, seems yeah. that the uh, that <laughs> capsaicin can can help with. I just feel like it just immediately will dilate your veins. <laughs> like
1: your blood just starts running around. Like I gotta get yeah, out of here. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I've got to get out of here. <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, and again, I'm sure you want to be careful with that last one, you know, like, or really any of the health benefits, because you can certainly overdo it with hot peppers, with calcetacin, get things like stomach pain, stomach cramps, heartburn, fire shits, none of the things oh, that you want. Uh, that aren't pleasant. Um, yeah,
1: dude, if you have like Crohn's or something, don't go out and just eat a bunch of pepper X. Like, yeah, be like this please. is a
0: cure. <laughs> Might die. Yeah. Um, so let's roll into the metaphys. Here. Mm. So associated with what element? Fire. Of course. So got some deities for you. One of them, one of the main ones that I saw was the Aztec goddess uh, Chikomequadal. Chilies, they were seen as, uh, by by the Maya and the Aztecs, as a gift from the gods. So peppers were not shied away from, uh, y- you know, and, and they still are uh, important to those cultures today. Like, these are still, you know, held beliefs. And you, you
1: get a gift from the gods, you fucking use it, dude.
0: Yeah. So they were not, it, you know, it wasn't like a shied away from thing. Like, they were embraced. These peppers, like, from the get-go were regarded as being something important something special also there is the, the god mars <laughs> sure makes sense okay um, yeah i
1: can see it he's chomping on peppers
0: sure and uh shango which is a a major deity in the yoruba religion in southwest nigeria a global span of mm-hmm. some just a few of the deities so and they all pep- appreciate a pepper They do. They appreciate it, man. They want it. And so this peppers can be used in so many ways in magic. It is so great. You can use them in so many ways, so many forms. And I learned some today that I'm so into. And one of them in particular, I can't wait to share with you. I'm super into it. So uh, peppers can be used to ramp up a spell. So adding heat or uh, intensity to it. Uh, Now, of course, this is kind of something you were talking about the other day with cinnamon. This is not just something you want to throw into every spell. You know, like it, these are a highly regarded, very powerful thing. You know, I mean, you, you just the moment you touch it to your tongue, it's like, hey, I'm fucking serious. You know, it's not like eating a sprig of mint, oh. you know, it's like it's whole being means business. So you don't just need to like. Every spell you do, be like, oh, here, let me just ratchet it up with some pepper, you know, with as a thoughtless additive. That's,
1: yeah, that's like, that's the same attitude. Addi- it's like, make a snap. Yeah, chop,
0: chop, you know. <laughs> so, Ugh. like many things we've discussed, they're on both sides of the coin when it comes to defensive and offensive magic, uh, which I love that. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Uh, so, chilies have long been used as an ingredient for hexing or cursing another. But at the same time, and pretty much for just as long, an excellent re- an excellent remedy uh, for defense or breaking of such curses mm. or hexes. So it's like it can only dest- like destroy itself. You know, it's like it was the spell was made with peppers. You got to wipe it away with peppers.
1: It can only be done with the fire that it, that what was it whence it came from? Oh pepper. yeah,
0: the, the ring. <laughs> Oh God, we haven't had a Lord of the. I, that's not true. So we haven't had a Lord of the Rings reference in a while, but I think that's a lie. <laughs> Just this uh, episode, we haven't. Yeah, yeah. So if you feel that you have been cursed or hexed, mm. you can uh, cut and scatter chilies around your house. Be careful here, especially if you have small children or pets. Maybe scatter them outside the perimeter, um, and uh, you can also. And I like this better. Uh you can string several chilies together yep. and hang them by your entryway yep. to prevent any bad metaphysical riffraff from winning. And I love that I think it's beautiful. I love that look to the string of like drying chilies. I just think it's it looks like oh, a fun sure. time.
1: For Sweet. sure. And it it reminds me of uh your mom's patio because she yep. has the string lights that yeah, are little little peppers. Chilies, little peppers.
0: Yeah. I love those. Huh. As you're you're crafting your spell, dude. I love this. I love this so much. I think it's great. So you're you're making your spell right. This just makes me feel like a. And I don't. I'm throwing this around lightly because I don't know another term that's like the less serious word, but like a very shamanistic. Feeling. Oh yeah. Uh, I am not a shaman, but <laughs> in case y'all didn't know, you feel um, like a like a like a like a Like Rafiki, like actually very much so, like, because here's the thing, like you, uh, you can shake an intact, but dried chili (gasps) over your spell work. So the seeds will rattle around inside of it and it will ignite the energy of the pepper itself (gasps) and heat up the spell and kind of amplify uh, the work that you're doing by shaking this rattling dried pepper over your current spell, which I think is so Cool. That is so I cool. I can't and stand it. it. Makes uh, it feels like it just makes sense. Makes sense to me. Yeah. It did me too. I was like, well, holy shit. And like one of the things I was thinking of is so like when I do home protection magic, like a big one, like a property mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. I wind up usually making several laps around the house. Mm-hmm. And each lap as I'm walking and speaking and like setting what I want to do. And we have a path that walks around the house. It's like beaten in at this point. Like you can actually see it. Uh one of the layers, I would love to just shake, a, like walk around it. And while continuing on the layering of protection, like shake that pepper as I'm yeah. walking. Yeah. And i was just like, oh my God, that sounds effective as hell.
1: And you know, you're just like, in you're encircling your property with like a ring of fire.
0: Yeah. And I just, I just really, that one spoke to me big time. I've never thought about well, doing it or heard about it, but I'm in it. It's also, there's like an element of sound protection
1: there, which Mm -hmm. I know that we're both very, you know, in different ways I think we're very into. I've I've been really
0: drawn to the bell
1: recently. I I I keep
0: meaning to get a bell. I I, they make so much sense to me.
1: Yeah, and and it just feels sort of like because sometimes when I use smoke or I use sprays or other forms of protection I kind of feel like there's little nooks and crannies that you could hang yeah. out. In. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But I'm like, sound, you can't get away from bitch. No. So it, and that like shake, that pleasing shake, I think it
0: could just kind of be like, get the fuck out or I'm going to burn you. you know? uh, yes. Yeah. I love it. Um, So you can add dried chili powder. I personally like to use cayenne, Uh, but you can add it to protection spells or powders. And please be careful. Take it from me. Don't breathe it in as you're (laughs) using your mortar and pestle and mixing it all together or anything like that. It sucks. Don't breathe it. We've
1: (laughs) all got masks these days. Pop one of those on.
0: Yeah, I highly recommend doing so. Uh, So peppers have a super strong place in kitchen witchery. They have made their way into our diets for so long, humans naturally want to consume them. So it makes sense that they are weaseled right into kitchen witchery. So they can be very uh, hardy plants and they can handle a lot of conditions. And when the going gets tough for these peppers, they just get even more intense. Uh, so add them to dishes, uh, perhaps when someone is under the weather or someone has a mm. broken heart or someone is a bit downtrodden or, you know, not sure of their next move, where to go. Uh, they have a good, I, I, I didn't really see that anywhere, but that is like, I, that's how yeah. I feel, you yeah, know, about sure. it. Like my go-to, I don't make s- super spicy food very often, but every now and again, Like if one of us is sick or if, you know, like thing, I feel like I made some like during the height, like during like fucking June of last year, when everything sucked. Um, I'll make a, cause I, I I make chicken noodle soup and I'm very proud of my chicken noodle soup. I've honed my chicken noodle soup recipe for a long time. It's very and it, good. It takes hours and hours and it's delicious. But every now and again, I'll make some with some fucking chilies in it. Like, and it's this really, really spicy because chicken noodle soup, of course, as many people think is a very restorative meal. But when you make it so fucking spicy, It just hits on a whole other level of like, all right, well, I'm just going to get my shit together and I'm going to rebuild my life and I'm going to (laughs) do this. And, you know, it's just like, and I don't know why, but it just, it does that.
1: (laughs) I am the essence of health.
0: Yeah. It's very, um, virile, Mm. uh, in its its potency. So it can be added to foods for protection. Uh, you know, perhaps you feel that you've been hexed, whether it be by someone or by yourself, uh, add it to it, make a good spicy ass dish with some chilies. And with the, and as you're in the important thing with chilies, you know, I said earlier, like, you know don't you know add add it to every spell i don't mean every meal there's a difference between cooking and kitchen witch cooking yeah. you know while cooking for me is always this meditative wonderful experience it's not always a spiritual experience in the sense that i'm crafting spells with my meals yes. so i just want to make that clear like you can cook with chilies as much as you fucking want to but you know there's a difference of when you're doing some kitchen witchery meal and you know that that you're going to work a long time on this meal and you're you're pouring intention into it for a purpose hmm that's more what i mean yeah uh and you know make like that spicy dish follow it with a blueberry pie for dessert Ooh. break that fucking hex you know and i just feel like and then too that's just a sensory experience you have the intensity of the spice and then just the cool delicious sweetness of like a the little, blueberry little, pie. Bit
1: of crème, little bit of cream a little bit oh baby oh
0: mm. yeah
1: or ice so, cream, and then you got your ice and your fire. Oh yeah, oh,
0: man! And like the and the dairy to help kind of uh, chill out the capsaicin. Um, so I would be remiss if I didn't talk about sexy time.
1: Oh oh, get into it.
0: Yeah. So, it's chilies. They're spicy. They're hot. Uh, you get the idea. You know, they make you makes me sweat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so of course in in food uh the same goes for that uh, and not even just food there's other ways in magic that you can use them for sex magic but it can, right on your right on, on your the dish. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um so you know if you are cooking and you're making this spicy dish with fresh chilies and i for some reason in kitchen witchery i want them to i want some fresh chilies i if i'm making a a meal that has a purpose. I want the fresh ingredients. I want to slice them up. I want to work with it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so set this intention that you're wanting some hot shit to happen afterwards, you know? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> but
1: be careful with your wording because you don't want the hot shits afterwards.
0: Yeah, you don't want the hot shits. You need to be clear to spirit as mm-hmm. you're setting your intentions. Yeah. yeah, it just bypasses all sex and it just, all you do is wake up the next morning with the hot shits. <laughs> yeah
1: spirits like
0: aren't you proud yeah I you both it. wind up going to bed at like 8 p.m with horrible Netflix. stomach aches yeah yeah, yeah. And you wake up with heartburn in the shit. <laughs> yeah. so mm-hmm. uh chilies can be placed under the bed to reignite passion Ooh. uh or maintain and bring back passion you know so it's maybe you know it's you don't got to reignite it. Maybe you just want to maintain it. You know, like things are going pretty good for you. And you're like, you know what? This is a nice little streak run. Let's throw some chilies under the bed and make sure oh. it keeps on chugging. Uh, so uh, also fidelity. Oh. So I saw that you could tie two chilies together with a ribbon and put those under the person's pillow, which I find a bit <laughs> risky. Um, I'm... Uh, I'm someone that sleeps under my pillows. Uh-huh. I don't use pillows and I'm waiting for the day for that to bite me in the ass. And But I don't use pillows. I sleep under them and pile them on top. And I just know I'm going to drag my eyeball across that pepper yes. in the middle of the night and just wake up in a sleepy panic as to yeah. why I hurt so much. But hey, listen, in that moment,
1: the last thing you're wanting to do is cheat, you know?
0: Yeah, very... Very true. All you can feel is pain. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. That's a horrible message here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that's that's peppers. Uh you I love can it. do so many things with them. Uh and you know, the energies I feel like are different. You know, like the energy of a sweet pepper is going to be different from the energy of like a habanero uh or something like that, but very useful uh in its oh, way. Plus, no. they're delicious. Oh, I love it, oh, baby. I also love a uh, uh fucking Anaheim. Love an Anaheim smoky bastard. It's delicious.
1: I love. I I have an affinity for the smoky bastards.
0: I love them. Mm. Love them. Mm. I, I I cook with peppers a lot, mostly sweet ones, but I cook with poblanos and bell peppers a lot. See, I do not enjoy sweet. Pe- I like a sweet banana pepper, but I don't like bell
1: peppers, man. I don't like bell peppers. Uh I don't like bell peppers. Yeah, I I I can't think of literally any other sweet pepper.
0: I like them when they are red or yellow more than the green ones, which they're all the same thing. It's just different stages of ripeness. Yeah, Uh, but I like them when they get because I like sweet peppers. Like the bag of like snack sweet peppers Mm. is to me they they taste like candy. Like they're they're so fragrant and sweet, and but also with that pepper, it's like and like the amount of. Moisture locked into a sweet pepper. It's like you bite it, and it's just like it's so hydrating in a weird way. They're just full of water. I love them. I can eat sweet peppers as as a dessert, and I sometimes do. I'll just get them at night as like my snack, and just eat like four or five of those sweet peppers, and it's great.
1: You will. I might have to give a sweet. I might have to give those little sweeties another shot. But I don't know. Something about a bell pepper bums me out.
0: Well, I do. I if we're eating them just straight and like just raw. I like the sweet peppers more. Mm. I, I, you know, like a bell pepper is good. I'll eat it. I'll eat raw bell pepper. Like, you know, it's fine. It's a good snack. But it's not as delicious to me. Like certain breeds of pepper are made for munching. Like they're made for snacking and sweet it's, pepper, you know. It's like, fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> uh, You know, I know another recipe that is fantastic for sickness if you want to burn it out of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you just, you get your, your hot peppers, you get your pepper X, you rip it up into a thousand pieces with your bare hands, and yeah. then you shove it into a big vat of review footage.
0: And then immediately you need to wash your hands 80,000 fucking times. And then you rub your your juice-covered hands into
1: your eyes. <laughs> and you feel alive. <laughs> and you remember that you're alive. Today's <laughs> review footage comes from B. Rigid which I think is cute. There's like a bee like and a that. period and then rigid. And is it's it called, a question mark at the end? N- no, but that's just what my <laughs> voice, my voice turns everything into a question. <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> this review is entitled. Yes, honey. Oh, hi. Veteran listener here. Love, love, love your show. <laughs> I'm really here to tell you that I had to look up night crawlers and why is this how I drew people as a child?
0: Send help. <laughs> Interesting. What? Okay. I love how the whole review is more of just a confession, <laughs> a, a cry for help and a confession. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, that is awesome. Thank you, Be Rigid. That's excellent. <laughs> I like how they start like
1: veteran listener here. Love your show. But look what I'm really here for. <gasps> Dude, yeah. What if. What if our review footage just turned into like the confessions section? Dude, that's
0: great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all listening? Feel free to air your- Make them all uh... five stars still, please. (laughs) But like, say whatever you want. (laughs) Ouch. But while um, you're at it, you can read our one stars and lower stars because they are fucking funny.
1: They are. Yeah, yeah. And we don't They're have many time. of them, so I'm happy about that. No.
0: And I understand the ones we have. For the I process, was
1: going to say, I, there's valid points. Big we...
0: time. We're not for everyone. <laughs> no.
1: Um, oh, fuck. Oof. But if we're for you... Uh, and you wanna and you think we might be for the people that you would want to advertise to you can advertise on the witch bitch amateur hour at no by sending us an email to wbahpodcast at gmail.com you can also send yeah. your spooky stories to wbhpodcast at gmail dot com you can also just send a hey what up to wbhpodcast at gmail.com we have an Instagram
0: it's the only one that's right at Witch bitch amateur hour and you know i like to think that jim's coming with us oh to the beach yeah he'll be there i feel like he's
1: going to just always be about knee deep in the water like under the he's, water yeah just kind of snorkeling just kind of under there and he's just well, no out.
0: We'll know he's near when we feel that wet, slimy piece of seaweed slip across our legs. You know, that's just him saying, hello, you know, hey, I'm here. He's here to touch everybody's feet. Is what he's doing, mm-hmm. yeah. And if yeah. you're
1: ever at the ocean and you feel that feeling, he's just touching your feet. Yeah.
0: Especially when you're in opaque water, that's when he likes to do it. Is when you're in water you can't see mm-hmm. through. He's uh, and you don't know what it is. Yeah, he's gonna come and just slip all over your skin.
1: Yeah, He wants to feel the texture of your your foot skin. Mm-hmm. We have a Twitter at Witch Hour. Come eat with us over on Facebook at which Amateur Hour no bitch on facebook there it is that's not been around in a while i was just thinking that wow if you would like to support the podcast seek professional help but if you would uh we
0: have a patreon macy where can they find that at you can hop on over to patreon.com and you can search the witch bitch amateur hour uh, or slash is it wbh podcast i never can remember it sure uh, or yeah and or patreon.com slash WB podcast. And we've really been we've really been cranking out some, oh, yeah. some pretty choice ass content. That's where you're gonna meet Rocco and Laser, uh, Formally, the ghost antagonizers. Yes. That's where they will live. Um, but we do uh, two spell videos a month, we do blogs uh in our lives, which are such a good time, and we oh, don't yeah. say that to be sales pitchy, like they are just legitimately a great time Uh, bonus episodes, depending on your tier like and just our that's where we dump our fucking investigation content so like you know our investigation of antioch cemetery uh is going over there which have you seen the video i made yet not yet dude not stupid it's not as cool as i think it is but i'm proud of it and one of the cues i don't know why but on my phone it looks right but it's wrong on the video it's like too blown up and you can't read it but all of the rest of them are right so i'm just gonna leave it because it's so much work to re-export that video and re-upload it
1: yeah it's fine
0: but, um you know that's where we that's where we put things like that. It's just all kinds of content. We're coming at you there all the time. You can't get away from us Mm-mm.
1: ever. constant email updates and last Friday, but to us, it's this coming Friday or Wednesday. I'm sorry, we're gonna have so much coming out. We've got ghost antagonists coming ghost antagonizers coming out. We have I think a bonus episode coming out. uh, we've got uh your spell the, or the spell and all the extra ghost hunting like EVPs and stuff like that so uh sorry about all the emails y'all got last week that was a lot yeah <laughs> we have a physical uh if you're not into the electronic email we have a physical p.o box it's p.o box 865 canton texas 75103 and what's sauce box doing is she jealous that she can't go to the beach
0: I just, she's high maintenance. I just had mm. to pay for her again. Uh, she had to be renewed. Um, because we I got the letter have... that was like, Hey, you need to renew this now. And I was like, Oh my god, what if I didn't? And we've changed. What if we didn't have Sauce Box anymore? Like, we can't Dude, lose her.
1: I was just gonna say,
0: even after if we ever
1: change the PO Box address or after the eventual uh, demise of this podcast, that. P.O. Box is A, going to be infamous, but B, it will never be able to be anybody else's. It's Sawsbox forever. And can you imagine? She's a tulpa. Can you imagine, dude? You just move to Canton and you're like, I guess I need a P.O. Box and you get one. And it's like the essence of Sawsbox. And that's who you get. Yeah, And you're like, why is all my mail feel really sassy and salty? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's permanent Hmm. now. (laughs) Man, we've made things. (laughs) Not, yeah, we have.
1: i don't know if they're good things <laughs> we
0: just spit tulpas out all into the world
1: <laughs> left and right manifesting <laughs> beings all over the place and we're just flippantly like yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 all right dude well with that said let's go to the beach yeah yeah gonna gonna go in just two short days bro do and there's so much left to do i know i'm stressed out but hey listen by the time this episode comes out everything will be done and we'll already know. be done with the beach <laughs> oh and i've hit that you know i talked about it i think one of the camping trips we took a while back i've hit the fuck you point yeah mm-hmm. you know it'll get done now it's mostly done the house is mostly clean yeah. you know like it's
1: and if it, it doesn't it doesn't fuck it yeah you yeah know? um, to have a wild side they say a country mile wide i'd burn those <laughs> big down okay i'm done i can't i'm sorry